Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. I'm back at it again, and so are the New York Jets. Boy, we had some high hopes now, didn't we? We came into this year talking about the Jets, talking about everything that we could do and how excited that we were. Game one, it's our time. And let me tell you, things did not look good from the Jets, particularly offensively. Jets get smacked 24 to 9 at MetLife, opening the season. Crowd going crazy. We're going to get to it. But before it, we get started all the facts of everything that's happened. Let me get into the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search These Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe. All right. Go ahead and Follow that page. I'll follow you right back. Love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, your boy live stream, too. We watched the game together. The Savages right here in the chat right now. We're doing a post game. We're live, baby. We're live, okay? You want to peep that out? You want to check me out live? You want to check out my content? Come on over to Long Beach Joe Jets. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. All right? That's what we do here. Listen, we're doing a live post-game show, and it's hot. And we're going to get to everybody, every single one of you. Salutes to Reggie Carter. Salutes to all my savages in the chat. You want to know why I call my cat the savages? Because they're savages. And we're about to get real savage today, very savage. So please, again, follow me on all those platforms. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Now it is time to get into the New York Jets. The New York Jets were beat today 24-9. to 24-9, and let me tell you something. The defense played unbelievable. It was amazing. And we'll talk about them in a second. The worst part of this team today was the offense. It was terrible. Completely terrible. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! It was awful. Our offensive line was so bad. That was supposed to be the most improved part of this football team, wasn't it? Wasn't our offensive line supposed to be dominating people this season? Even when we had the shift after losing Makai Becton, after Dwayne Brown goes out, we say, okay, we still got George Fant. He's a guy that can fill in at that left tackle spot. He'll be fine. He was our starting left tackle last season. We'll be good to go. You had Max Mitchell on the right side. That was the big concern. Oh, no. Oh, no. The big concern, (laughs) the big concern should have been the left side. I watched Lakeland, Lakin Thomason. I I watched George Fant get beat time and time again by this Ravens front. Flacco never had time all game to throw the football. Nothing. We knew that Joe Flacco was a statue back there. We knew that. We talked about it. 
We talked about how, hey, we have to protect him properly. Nothing. No protection for Joe Flacco equals issues. And that's exactly what we had all day. The Ravens dominated us up front, dominated us up front on the day. They, they ended the day with a ton of, a bunch of sacks. They were just killing us up front. I think they ended the day with four sacks. Our offense was so bad, we didn't actually have a third down conversion until it was nine minutes left in the fourth. The Ravens were beatable, especially early. Far too many mistakes, particularly offensively. You get Tomlinson pushed into Flacco's lap. You got Corey Davis dropping footballs. Lawrence Cager's out there getting targets. Oh, by the way, I don't think we even know what a tight end is anymore. What happened to the big sets that we were supposed to be running? We got Uzama. We got, uh, we got Tyler Conklin. Those were our big free agent signings. Why is it that Cager has more targets than Uzama in this game? Why is it that Uzama didn't even have a catch in this game and had no targets, nothing? Cager slips, Flacco throws the football to him, that's an interception. But guess what? The defense continued to hold. As bad as the offense was today, and it was putrid, putrid, completely putrid, this defense was phenomenal. Joe Flacco was 37 of 59 on a day, 307 yards, had a TD and an interception. That TD didn't come until late in the game when it was over. By the way, there was no of offensive urgency even when we were down 3-24. to 24. No sense of urgency. Lifeless, dead, lethargic. Our offense was horrific. And I'm questioning the play calling. Where's our, where's our usage? Where's our guys? Where's our tight ends being utilized out there? Where is these guys? Where's our place to set up targets for Garrett Wilson? The only guys that were out there doing something today, one of them was Michael Carter. He was the guy shining. If Michael Carter didn't do it, it wasn't getting done. That's fact. Garrett Wilson made some catches, especially on a broken play where he almost got to a first down. He looked solid out there. It's insane. The play calling today was suspect as well. The, 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 the utilization of our offensive players were suspect as well. This, this, this game plan offensively wasn't good. It wasn't good. Carter had 10 carries on a day for 60 yards. Also had seven catches for 40 yards. Michael Carter looked good. This Jets defense was something else, though. Something else. Pressure constantly. Saw Carl Lawson getting after it. By the way, there was a lot of holding calls that could have been called on the Ravens, and it wasn't. All right? Just want to put that out there. Guys grabbing the back of Carl Lawson's jersey. Michael Clemens out there playing to the wall as well. Guys grabbing his, his pads as he's running away from them. We saw a holding call that should have been called on uh, against John Franklin Myers as well. Lyman just absolutely, Ravens linemen just getting away. Their offensive linemen just getting away with a lot of stuff. But our defense played extremely well. Extremely well. Outside of like two big plays, which they gave up late in the game because they were so gassed from being on the field, this, this defense was phenomenal. Phenomenal. 
the Ravens were stifled early offensively. They were getting after Lamar Jackson. They were getting pressure on him consistently. But our offense just couldn't put it together. And don't even let me get started on special teams either. Greg the leg Zerline misses a field goal. He's also missing extra points. He looked like garbage today too. It's insanity. The New York Jets have to clean things up offensively. This defense can't go out there and put the type of performance that they put on today and not get anything from the offense to help them. Nothing. Completely atrocious. We're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please, everybody, be patient. Lines are hot, but I'm going to get to everybody. First caller I'm going to is 525-525. I'm coming directly to you. I'm sorry, 252-252. I'm coming directly to you. Salutes and respect to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in. Give me your thoughts about this, this Jets performance offensively. How did you feel about this situation? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. And so what, do you, a long what, do you, what are your thoughts about? Yeah, what, what are your, first off, what is your, what is your name and where you're from? Daryl. Daryl, listen, this offensive line. Oh, thank you again, Daryl, for calling in. Listen, this offensive line was bad today. What do you make of this situation, man? What do you make of the way that Fant played, the way that Thompson played? Were you surprised that these guys were getting pushed around so heavily? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I just can't understand. It seemed to seem to be the same old, same old each and every year. But I thought maybe this year they would somewhat have more of a, you know, thing about themselves to come out and play with uh, just an overall team effort. But I'm not seeing that, even with the first game. Yeah. I mean, it's completely surprising, completely surprising with the way that they played. Were you shocked that there was no sense of urgency as well offensively for us? Yes. I mean, I could not understand that. And it seems to be the same old thing. They want to play hard at the end of the game instead of putting out that effort at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's crazy for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm a long-term crazy. fan, but, I mean, gracious. I mean, you know, how much can we take as Jets fans? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But now my I final question know, for you. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you the last word. I was word. just going to ask, do you – I know we want to blame the offense, of course, but mm-hmm. Joe has to take a little bit of that blame also. Okay, talk to me. That's opinion. what I was going to ask you about Joe Flacco. What are your thoughts about his performance today? I mean, it was – Sure, the numbers speak for themselves, but still, overall, he's still Joe Flacco. You know, no mm-hmm. mobility in the pocket. I mean, we got to have a quarterback that can be a little bit mobile in order to make plays down the field. But if yeah, you're just but here's, my there, like, thing. here's my thing. Here's my thing, though, Daryl. And we knew this. Joe Flacco's a 37 year old quarterback. He's never been a guy that's mobile like that, right? He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not any of these young guys, Patrick Mahomes, or nothing like that. We knew that. We've known that since we signed him. We've known that since he's been our backup along with Mike White. We know that he's a guy that's a statue. He's going to stand back there, deliver the ball effectively, efficiently, 
quickly. We knew that. Our protection does not allow him time to do so. I'm sorry. I know everybody's talking about guys being mobile. If Zach Wilson was out there today with this offensive line, he would have struggled as well. That's a fact because we've seen it in the past. Any quarterback is going to struggle when you have guys in your face like this. Any quarterback, Flacco from the, the, the start of the game, and I'm not a, a, a Flacco apologist or nothing, from the very start of the game, had guys pushed into his lap. That was on the first drive. Tomlinson was getting taken from the line of scrimmage and put into Joe Flacco's lap. How can you throw the ball? I watched Fan Early get beat for two sacks. There were, again, as the game continued on, we saw Joe Flacco trying to deliver. He was getting bumped off. He couldn't even set his feet. You can't – he did scramble from time to time, but that's not his game. And you can't blame him when guys aren't blocking. That's on the line. And it's also on – there were some issues play calling as wise today as well. The offensive play calling got to step up. There should have been adjustments made to account for these issues that we have protecting going up, up front. And that's going to be my final question before I let you go. What were your thoughts about the coaching today? Were you surprised by some of the issues that we had with the offensive play calling? Absolutely. It was atrocious. I mean, let's just keep it real. Um, I don't understand by now. The coaching should be a whole lot better. But for yeah. some reason, it's just not. Let's just be honest about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not. Yeah. Special teams. Yeah. I mean, oh. Zerline, what in the world? <laughs> What in the world, man? Uh, man, uh, I mean, it, it, it is completely insane to watch Zerline go out there and kick those kicks. That was just atrocious. Do you think they're going to make I, a change, though? I, I don't know where they can make a change as far as I don't, I, I don't know where you want them to make a change. Quarterback, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what quarterback we have. If you do not allow them time, nothing's going to matter. They need to make a change no, I mean, up Zerline, front. Zerline, I mean, as far as Zerline, do you think they're oh, going to look? To go with another kicker? I mean, maybe yeah, bring a guy get in someone else in. Yeah, I mean, we had Eddie Pinero, so we'll see. But exactly. I got to slide off, man. Listen, thank you for calling Thanks, in. I got man, some I other calls I got to get to. I appreciate show, man. I love, I love your show, dude. Keep it up, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your kind words. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please be patient. I'm going to get to everybody. We're going to give you time, all right? Next, I'm going to my guy, Ed. For those of you that do not know. The Ted, salute. Hey, Joe. Yeah, give me your takes on this, man. How did you? What, what were your thoughts about the offense today against the Ravens? Ah, uh, Joe, I have to say, <laughs> maybe me being the eternal optimist, um, I did see a lot of positives in the game, at least the first half, until it all fell apart. The second half. Um, okay. But the offensive line um, obviously speaks for itself. It was atrocious. Um, we did yeah. have some – we were able to get some decent runs after a while and short passing. Um, Flacco really didn't have much of a chance to really – I mean, he had a few chances to make some decent plays, but, I mean, he he got – he took a lot of hits, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of low hits too. I mean, he was throwing while being hit. 
Um, obviously, he's not very mobile at his age, and he's never – I don't think he was very mobile. Um, I was calling for White, Mike White in the chat um, for at least a series, but I think the fact that he played for Baltimore, um, maybe they kept him in the whole game. If not, I, I see no reason why Mike White couldn't have come in at least for a series. Just, mm. I mean, you could roll Mike White out on the edges, you know, and, and he's much more mobile than Flacco. Flacco's just a statue. I mean, I just it's tough to watch, but I did see a lot of positive. I mean, um, Garrett Wilson, Sauce covering um, Andrews. Um, mm-hmm. um, there are so many positive plays. The sack by uh, Johnson. Um, yeah. You know, no, go ahead, Joe. I can I can go on. Yeah. I can go on for a while. But no, yeah. Go ahead. And, and that's that's what I wanted to talk to people about today as well. I thought that the rookies, the guys that were out there, they were they impressed. Jermaine Johnson had his yep. first sack today. He looked good. Uh, Sauce, yep. I think, did a very solid job, especially that pass that he broke up and got away, uh, broke up away from Andrews. I thought was a was a solid play too. Uh, like you talked mm-hmm. about as well, Garrett Wilson looked good, but just the absolute atrocious play of our offense put all of that. You know, even though there was some positivity there, it threw all of right. kind of those to the window, especially when you look at our defense. Our defense right. was playing to the wall. And I want you to speak to that. What were your thoughts about our pass rush versus Lamar? Because we were able to get to him and really bang him around. Were you surprised that we were able to touch him so much? No, no. I, I We added so many good pieces to our defense that I thought um, we would be much better than last year. Because obviously last year we had players running wide open and um, we couldn't tackle. But we just Mm-hmm. Or Ben don't break. We had eight men in the box, maybe even nine at times, and just dared them to throw. Um, yep. And I think they're trying to keep Lamar more as a pocket passer, trying to keep him from running as much. But that one run that he got away with to get the first down was kind of a killer for us. Um, that yep. was an amazing run, though. I mean, that was just forget it. You just can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't defense that. But they did an amazing yeah. job on Lamar. I mean, the, the touchdown pass that he threw uh, late, I don't even know if uh, Carter was playing, but um, they basically – the coverage throughout the day was decent until the second half. I thought the defense yeah. played very well for what we've seen the past few years. And, Joe, I have no issues. Sorry to say, I might be against the grain here, but I really mm-hmm. don't have a lot of issues with Mike LaFleur because – Really? You can't. He's ahead, not doing the blocking. He, he's not doing the blocking. He's doing the play calling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Plus, one more thing. Max Mitchell, I thought had a decent game for his first start. I, mm-hmm. I, I think he had a decent, decent game. But Mike Lafleur, you know, he's calling plays. Uh, some of the runs were successful. Short passes were successful. But based on the fact that we're going to block and we're going to, we're going to make holes. I don't know what else Mike Lafleur could have done other than the fact that he called a lot of first and second down runs, which I was driving me crazy because I'm like, dude, pass the that, ball on first down. Yeah. yeah. Try but something that, a little bit different. Yep. That, and that's, that's my point. That, that's what I'm saying. Against a team like the Ravens, that's literally what I was going to say. Against a team mm-hmm. like the Ravens, you got to switch it up. You cannot come out there yep. and be predictable. So when you're coming out and you're calling a lot of first and second down runs, and then you're seeing your offensive line struggle, particularly on the left side, bro, Start running something else. Get a tight end over right. there to help George Fant. It was clear as day that Justin Houston was having his way with Fant, right? 
Fant gave up two, no, sack, two sacks early. I'm talking. And then he also had the holding call as well. He's struggling, clear as day. The left side struggling. Tomlinson's struggling too. Get a tight end over there to help him, right? And then we talk about the reason why I didn't like a lot of the play calling today. What did we talk about all offseason, how greatly improved our tight end position is? They're going to be, oh, man, it's weapons left and right. Can you please tell me, Ted, why C.J. Uzama did not have a target or a catch today? Can I anyone tell me? That, yeah, I was, think, I was just thinking that Flacco literally attempts at your 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 phone is, your phone's breaking up. You oh, sorry, Joe. To your phone. Can you hear me now, Joe? Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, I can hear you now. Am I, am I, am I out of the trash can? So, sorry, Joe. I'm out of the trash can. Um, <laughs> All right. I, I, you're out. Yeah, I think you Go ahead. Okay, sorry, Joe. Sorry, sorry, savages. Um, I, I think. A lot of times Flacco had literally two seconds to make a decision. And and yeah. and there's there's no way the tight end's gonna get out in the in the flat and make a play. I, I get your point. I get your point. I think that's why they were throwing a lot of plays to the right to the running backs. They were getting away from the pressure. You know, uh, yeah, but why and they were running to the right a lot. Mm-hmm. Why and they were running a lot. A end, just, why can't you bring in a tight end to just help help chip the D end or help chip the back? Yeah, I agree. I, on that left side. Why? Why can't look? I, I'm not sitting here acting like I'm, I agree. you know, like, like we're yep. you know uh, uh, Sean McVay or nothing, right? Nobody's yep. saying that, but it's yep. just like, hey, bro, we got these weapons. Let's yeah. utilize them. Why aren't there more designed plays to get the ball to Garrett Wilson? Mm. Hey, what's going mm-hmm. on there? Like, what? What? Where? Where's all of this stuff at that we talk about constantly? Why are we gathering all right. these weapons but then not utilizing them? That's a big right. question. But yeah. I got to get to these all to my final question before yes, I sir. let you go, Ted. Give me yes, your sir. thoughts about this Jets offensive line. Is there anything you think that we could do to improve it? And what are your thoughts about Dwayne Brown being out to week five? No, I would start praying, like, tonight if it, we have any kind of, you know, <laughs> semblance of sanity left after this game. I, let me say this. It, it Joe, it can't be any worse. than It's so much better than last year. If they can just figure out, fix this a little, I mean, they haven't really played together much. This is really the first game they've they've been thrown together. Um, uh-huh. I'm looking at the upside. They, they and, and you know, I, I'm curious to see if Baltimore is a playoff team or a potential Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. You see later down the down the line, maybe they are a really good team. You know, then then again, don't we play Cleveland next week? Don't we have to see Miles Garrett now? Yeah, is that next I mean, week? Look, oh lordy! Yeah, yeah. Start I, I praying, Joe. Let's all start. Let's all say a prayer. Uh, everybody and the savages. <laughs> everybody needs to pray. But Joe, Joe, you're by the way, your uh, your your um, play by play and your commentary during the game is really great. And and your call in show, of course. You. But the play by play was thank great. You. So, but I know you got to go. You. Yeah, thank you so much, man. You, thank you for your kind words. I just I, I love right, connecting Joe. with fans. Thank you so much, Ted. Listen, all right, Joe. You have a good one. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yep, Miles Garrett. Just pray that he doesn't get five sacks next week. We'll be good. Okay, all right. You have Thanks, a good Joe. one. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number Call in. Again, everybody watching, please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. Share the stream with your friends and your family. Cross your social media. 
If you like to give to the platform, the Super Chat is there. If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, Cash App is at the bottom. Anything that you give to the platform is greatly appreciated, all right? Lines are hot. We're going to keep getting to everybody, asking questions again. We're going to go to Julio, all right? We're coming to Julio, 973-631-864-917. We'll be coming to you in just a second. Got to get Julio. Got to get his takes in here. Salutes to you, Julio. I want to thank you for calling in today. Listen, Julio, this Jets offense offense is offensive. It's offensive. First <laughs> off, you know, for those of y'all that don't know, Julio, he's a fan. All right. We just keeping it real. Give me your thoughts on this offense, Julio. What are your thoughts about this offensive line, man? I got to laugh at it. I got to <laughs> laugh at it. Come on. Let me start with Flacco, man. Man. Let me you mean to tell me that Flacco had 307 yards that he threw for one touchdown, one interception, and all his passes went to Michael Carter, mostly? Bruh, bruh, it's crazy. He only, he only threw Garrett Wilson four times through the whole game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's crazy, and again – What's even crazier was the pressure that was on Joe Flacco. He couldn't even set up to even throw the ball anywhere else. I know everybody's saying he's slow and he's – yes, Joe Flacco, he's 37. But if you don't allow this guy time to throw the football, how's he supposed to get it out? He can't. He can't do it. Joe, Joe, I I understand where you're coming. Well, he threw for 307 yards. Yeah. Had the um the um when we had um Donald right and he played against Baltimore right mm-hmm. the way he got pressured put it like that the way he got pressured it it was no joke it's insane it's insane man it's insane so my I next only is, got and question three times yeah yeah. I mean, you we got, got to it. I want to ask you about this defense real quick, though, Julio. What are your thoughts about the pressure that we were able to get on Lamar oh, Jackson? Were you excited about the way our defense looked? Oh, hell. Excuse my language on that. I should have never said hell, but I love it. Mm. You know, I love it. And, you know, <laughs> you're going to find this funny, man. Mm-hmm. I had sent a text because he's, he's a close, really close friend from the family. Patrick that play for the Steelers, right? Yeah. I made a little a bet on him. I said, look, this defense is off the hook. <laughs> and I said, and I told him, I said, my boy Sloan's gone are going to get an interception. I feel yeah. it. You know yeah, what he texted me back? What? <laughs> he said, look what I did. Told your Sloan to get ready with us. <laughs> I said, oh my God! Listen, man, I'm telling you. Listen, Julio. The way that the Jets look today, you know, it, defensively, we loved it, but the, the offense was just—it was so bad, it killed us. But the defense, I respect. It. We lost Julio. Hopefully, he'll be able to call back. We're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five. Six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in next. I'm going to six three one 
631, we're coming directly to you. 917, you'll be next. 973, we're coming to you as well. 631, give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this New York Jets offense. Joe, it's Nick from Long Island, New York. Um, yeah, best chance to win with Flacco, right? Give me a, give, give me a break, dude. It's just <laughs> – I just – like – it, Joe, like watching this offense, it just it. I knew like from the first few drives, it just wasn't gonna work. Flacco's a statue back there, man. And if mm-hmm. he's pressured at all, it just the entire drive has just gone to doo doo because Joe Flacco can't move back there. Patrick Queen, you know, he's chasing after him. He can't outrun Patrick mm-hmm. Queen. He can't. Like it just yeah. it doesn't work. You know, like. Like, there were no shots taken downfield because he couldn't plant his feet. Like, Lake and Thomas yeah. were getting thrown into his lap. I don't know what the hell that was about. It just it, it didn't work, man. It, it, and it's, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just annoyed with, like, the fact that if, if we had a, a more mobile quarterback in there, I don't know if we would have won the game, but we would have definitely been closer. Like, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, like, Zach Wilson, I guarantee you, would have, rolled out a few times, completed some passes to Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Flacco, he just looked trapped back there. But Zach would have, you know, escaped a lot more. It's just frustrating. Here's, here's my question, though, Nick, is we've seen Zach without uh, protection as well, right? As bad as the protection was today, we've seen Zach without protection too, and he didn't look so great. Um, I, look, I'm not a Flacco yeah. defender. I'm, not, I'm saying that. I'm not a Flacco defender, right? Um but when you have a guy that, like you said, literally cannot set his feet, the first drive, there were some positive signs, especially with the running game, right? We saw Michael Carter come out. He had a good run. There was a lot of good things going. Yep. But once Joe Flacco dropped back, like you said, Tomlinson had a guy in his lap. He couldn't, even, he couldn't even stand up straight to deliver because he's getting bumped off his spot. Guys are grabbing him because they're taking yep. Fant and Lakin, or, uh, and Lakin straight into Flacco. So it's, it's tough to – Blame Flacco because any quarterback in this league, right, if they don't have time to set their feet and throw within the pocket, it's over. Yeah. It's over. We see I mean, some I, of the greatest quarterbacks not be able to perform under, you know, heavy, heavy pass rush. Go ahead. Yeah, I understand that totally. But, like, dude, like, Flacco to me wasn't making some great decisions at times. I mean, on third and long, like, like, you could have easily taken a shot downfield and he just checked it down to Michael Carter for, you know, a loss of five, you know. Like, that mm-hmm. Like that was frustrating to me. Um, I don't know why we're not – why are you throwing the ball to Corey Davis, <laughs> like, on like on every third down? Yeah, call Corey Davis, right, Joe? His phone line was busy today. Yeah. I guess he was on the phone and he was trying to catch the damn football. I just – Yeah, it was dude, busy. I, try, I tried to make a call, dude. Nick. It was it, – I think he took it off the hook. <laughs> Yeah, if I need to drop – my whole thing is, like, you have Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, and you're not utilizing them. Instead, you're throwing the ball to the guys who were here last year and kind of underwhelmed. I mean, yeah, Corey Davis didn't really underwhelm. I mean, he did, but he wasn't terrible last year, but I still had faith in him. But, mm-hmm. like, Garrett Wilson, to me, just wasn't on the field enough um, – Brees Hall was kind of whatever. I mean, like, the line wasn't opening that many holes for him. I was kind of disappointed that, like, he didn't have that much of a burst. I mean, I still thought he played as well as he could have uh, with the O-line, but it just – that, that was kind of a disappointment. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just offensively it was a shit thing. 
Yeah, watch watch it, watch the language, watch the language. Yeah, it it was well, it was uh, a like family show. Yeah, it's a family show. Watch the language. Uh, so, but the whole deal is uh, our offense looked bad. But my final question, and I'll give you the final word, is: What were your thoughts on the defense and the way that the front was able to get pressure on Lamar Jackson? I thought our defense played really well. Of course, they gave up those two plays. But how were you feeling yeah. about their efforts today? Yeah, I mean, on the back end, I mean, it's saying everybody locked up. It seemed like, I mean, Paul Gardner, he pretty much locked up Rashad Bateman outside of that one touchdown, you know, for pretty much the whole game. I thought Jordan Whitehead played well on the back end. I thought uh, G.J. Reed was making a couple of plays out there. You yeah. know, like, um, Mosley looked good. I mean, I really don't have any issues with the defense. I mean, like, on that on that long touchdown to – I forgot if it was – um, Bateman or Duvernay, but uh, mm. uh, like the long pass down, like the second quarter, like that seemed like a miscommunication. I think that was yeah. yeah, I think that, that seemed like I, a that, that, that might have been. Yeah, that, yeah, there was some, some stuff like like you said, a miscommunication in the secondary. But um, those were yeah. again, those were like early. This defense was dominating, was rolling, and really gave us a lot of chances. I thought later in the game, uh, we were kind of gassed, and and things were just. You know, again, there yeah. was no help from the offense, so things was put away. But, Nick, I got to get to the rest of these callers. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear yeah. from you, man. You got good takes, all right? Yeah, definitely. Listen, Nick calling in. <laughs> again, we'll keep getting to these lines, everyone. Please be patient. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. Next, I'm going to 917. 917, give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this New York Jets offense, man. Joe, Ab Lab Studios, Queens, New York, born and raised, okay. Jets fan. Talk about it. Shea Stadium days, brother. And I want oh to say to Jets Nation, I want to start it off, you know, we got to stay positive. You know, it's so easy for us to hang our heads and same old Jets, but no, I saw some different things. I'm going to start with the bad and hopefully we can finish off with some positive. What you think, Joe? Let's do that. So Go ahead. Give me your first thing, you brother. Offensively, that line is is is, is the main issue. Haven't played together. Mm-hmm. Haven't really gelled. Dwayne Brown is out. We're bringing in the rookie Max Mitchell, who did okay. He has a couple of you know pressures on him. I think he had one sack on him. But to be expected, pretty much he was just okay. The you know the whole line overall was horrible. I mean, and you know that they're going to game plan. They're going to say, Fant, he's good on that edge. He's good on that outside tackle. The weakness here, McDermott, you know, we're going to stay away from Vera Tucker, but we're going to put that pressure right up the middle, and that's what they did. That pocket was right up in old fleet-footed Flacco's face, (laughs) and he could not move. No mobility. Hold on, hold on. And I heard your point, and I understand that when you put pressure – on any kind of quarterback, uh-huh. they're going to move around, you know? But some guys well, hold, like hold on. Mahomes. Hold on. Hold, well, hold on, studio. Hold on. First off, I want to thank you for calling in. Here's the deal. The, yes, pressure, initially, the pressure initially was coming from the left side. Fant was giving it up. He gave up two sacks early. And he was getting – it wasn't just – it was the pressures he was giving up to. Now, Thomas yeah, no, he, You're up. right. Yeah, he was he was literally getting pushed into the guy's lap. So look, I understand yeah, but, some but, people want to blame Joe Flacco, and I'm not saying that Joe Flacco no, I'm not blaming him. was just was dotting for the day. But all I'm saying is that 
I don't None. care who you are. Look, we've seen we've seen pass rush make Patrick Mahomes look human. We've seen it. We've seen when you put guys in quarterback space and your offensive line can't stop it, you look normal, like a regular human being. Yeah, but so you know, why would it not have to get off Yeah, but I mean, I'm not I'm not blaming anything on Flacco. I said it's the line. Now they were pushing that pocket up in his face. So when he tried yeah. to make any attempt to be mobile, he was greeted with a sack or, you know, and he couldn't really get any, any any real mobility in that pocket at all. He could barely move. I mean, you could see the age. He had one noble little sprint where he got to the sideline and he did his best, but, you know, that was that. In terms of the, the, the wide outs, you know, Corey Davis is going to get the majority. I heard some callers talk about why didn't uh, Garrett get enough or Elijah. Well, you know, Corey's number one. Elijah's number two. Barry else is probably going to what, be, be, be three. And they said mm-hmm. that, you know, Wilson's more of like a special – they're trying to figure out his role. But he got oh. a, a, enough looks. And, you know, you couldn't really – the running game, you know, you had Michael Carter who did his thing. You know, Hall, our rookie, you know, he's a patient runner. So he may not get that initial burst because he's kind of like – you know, but, he, he, he's patient at first, and he couldn't get no holes because that offensive yeah, line couldn't provide any the holes. They had no continuity, and they didn't play together. Yeah, they but played together. I don't know what we're no, going to no, do. No, Fent, listen, Fent has been our left tackle before, okay? That's where actually where yeah. he thrived, okay? Now, Max Mitchell, that was the guy we were expecting to struggle. It was completely different, okay? Yeah. Completely different. That, that, yeah. that right side was fine. Well, he's been moved around. Was. He moves. The fans been moved around two times. He expressed how you know upsetting it was. But you know, I think that I, and uh, I get that. But yeah. Max Max Mitchell is a rookie, a guy we drafted in right. the fourth round that everybody has said is not ready to be playing at all and played well today. Exactly. Yeah, and he did all right. He moved. did all right. Yeah, he's been. He's I just been feel like I do. He he played different stuff throughout. Uh, throughout the, the offseason as well. But my question for you, Studios, and you're talking about this offense is, when you talked about getting the ball to Corey Davis and stuff, listen, Corey Davis was dropped early, early. He should have caught that football on third and nine. Oh, that yeah, he really dropped that. He, he was dropping Carter. since last year. He had the second yeah. most dropped la- even last year, second to Ty Johnson. Yeah. So here's but, my but, issue. If we have all these weapons, right, and we talked about the, the, right. the, all, the, all the stuff that we got, all the toys that we get to play with now, why are mm-hmm. you not drawing up plays for a guy like C.J. Uzama? Why does C.J. Uzama not have a target and not have a catch? That's our big tight end. Why? I, yeah, Can anybody I, answer and, that? Go ahead. I'll give you, I'll give you the last yeah. word. I, I'm gonna, no, no. I'm going to give an attempt. I think that, um, like you, that's the one thing about LaForce, you know, play calling. I was just, you got these tight ends and you're not utilizing them. You could have mm-hmm. easily put him on the side, like you were saying earlier with Mitchell, but or you know you could have you could have did some different kind of packages with both of them on it. You rarely saw any designs like that. But the good point though, our defense. That's why I'm not worried because that defense held one of the most electrifying players in the NFL, who was on a prove it year, with a chip on his shoulder. Considerably, we held him down. He threw for under like I don't know two two hundred two forty. Even though he threw the three touchdowns. You know, a couple mm-hmm. of them. And, but Braden Mann, the punter. Braden Mann, oh, my God. He was just giving them great <laughs> field. I mean, the, the, I don't know what's going 
He kicked. Did you see the fifth, the twenty-five yard yard punt to the cheerleaders? Oh, brother, brother this Oh my God, the special teams was horrendous. You know what I mean? So yep, I, I'm hoping that we're not going to be in those situations moving forward, Joe. I know you got to go, but I'm hoping that yeah. we won't. I don't think we're going to be in too much of a. We're going to be out on the road. I think next week's game. I think we could get that one. I really do. Okay. So let's go, Jets. Well, Thank you, Joe, for a wonderful show. And let's go, Jets salute. Nation. Hold your head up. This is only one game. Let's go. All right. Thank you so much. You have yourself a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. Lines are hot. We're getting to everybody. All right. Be patient. I know. It's frustrating, especially with this team. Next, we're going to 973. 973, we're coming to you. Venom G's Monty will come to you next. 
What were your thoughts about his play, man? Do you put any of the blame of the loss of this game on him? Well, you know what? To me, um, yes and no, because I don't know. I, I, I was, you know, I went to the green and white scrimmage and I spoke to some of the Jets representatives and sales reps. They wanted me to buy a package to go to the season opener. But once Zach Wilson went down, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to pay, pay tickets to go to the season opener because even though Flacco is experienced, <laughs> but you saw his limitations today. And with an old line not being able to operate, you know, to their capacity, with his limitations, you know, without him being a great, you know, athlete, you know, because he really is a stature at this point in his career, you know, yeah. as long as you put pressure on him, you're going to get to him. He can't operate. He He's basically like a uh, – He's basically like Eli Manning was at the tail end of his career, you know. So we need Zach Wilson to come back in the worst way possible. I just hope that by the time he comes back, you know, mm-hmm. the O-line is going to be able to function even better. Yeah, but the, the, and, and here's the deal is that if Zach Wilson does not have protection, we've seen this in the past. We've seen Zach Wilson rush and under pressure like we saw Jack, like we saw with Joe Flacco today, and it was not good. We saw interceptions. It's not good, but you know what? But I, that's how we saw him get injured. That's how we saw him get injured. Yeah, the first and, time. yeah. Go ahead. I'll yeah, give you my word. Yeah, and, no, no, and I understand. No, but you're absolutely right. But still, though, with his youth and athleticism and his ability to escape the pocket, don't you think at least will be a little bit more competitive, Joe? I, I'll give you this, Omar. I think that there are some plays that he would be able to get away, but at the same time. You never want yeah, to have your quarterback. Under, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You, you you never want to have your quarterback under that type of pressure. If this was just like you know one or two plays a quarter, I'll be like, okay, well, no, Omar, you we watched it together, Omar. I don't think that there was damn near like almost he had so much pressure on him for like full quarters. It was ridiculous from the start yeah. almost to the finish. There were guys in around him in his face in the backfield knocking him off his spot. George Fant gives up two sacks. He's still getting pushed into him. And it was, a lot of the time, it was not. The Ravens weren't always bringing pressure. The Ravens sometimes, yeah, they brought a blitz here and there, but a lot of times they were getting pressure just with their front four. They were beating yeah, our guys yeah. up, particularly on our left side. Yeah, so that's, that's my thing. Look, I, I think that Zach I, – I, I want him to come back when he's fully healthy. And, again, he's, they say he's not going to be back until week four. That's, that's a new development that's happened. But to think that Zach Wilson is just going to pull out a miracle with pressure in his face like this, I'm no, like, man. I know. No, I, I, I know. It's, 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 wishful, it's, it's wishful thinking on my behalf, you know. And the thing is, I mean, even then when we saw, you know, the online really did destroy this game and, and, and Zerline too. I mean, I don't even want to get a, get started with uh, our kicking situation at this point. I mean, I don't understand, you know, I, yeah, I, I, look, based, you know, compared to McCagnan and compared to uh, the, the previous GM behind them, um, Isaac, you know, Douglas is, you know, much, a much better GM, but man, I mean, the one thing that he has not been able to do is secure a quality kicker. We had Eddie Pinero, and I'm not saying he's Justin Turner, you know, 
but at least the man was nine for nine. How hard is it to at least keep a consistent quality kicker? You know, how come we never re-sign, you know, our kickers like Jason Myers or Panero? We always keep retreading these guys, and it's an ongoing inconsistent, you know, problem that we have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're talking facts, man. You're talking straight facts. Now, before I let you go, Omar, because you've given us some great takes today, one of the rookies impressed you the most today? Uh, probably Garrett Wilson, because, <laughs> mm. I mean, especially the way that okay. he escaped, he was able to secure, I think, didn't he get a first down when he, oh, no, he almost did, but Garrett he almost Wilson, got a first down. That was, that was he almost got a first play. down, he almost got a first down, yeah. Sauce, Sauce Garner was pretty impressive. I got to get his jersey, too. And now that we're talking about rookies, you know, Corey Davis, I mean, this is another guy, too, with his drop passes. I mean, at this point, yeah. Elijah Moore yeah. and Garrett Wilson, in my mind, are, are maybe, you know, wide receivers one and two. compared. To, I don't know. I, I just I don't think Corey Davis is no. going to be on, on this team next year if he con- continues to, you know, be in this inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. And again, I love Corey Davis. I call on him when things are going wrong in my life, but I tried to call him today and I, I don't know if he changed his number, but I, I couldn't get through. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't get no. through. He's got to, he's got to get it going with the drops, bro. He's got to stop this third and nine. Yeah, he's coming up. He's absolutely early. coming up. Yeah. Especially early. It's like the offense, we got to get something rolling. The, the Ravens were beatable. The way that our defense was playing, particularly early in this football game, we should have been ahead in this game. They were making so many critical mistakes, and we were turning around making them as well with penalties and lack of protection and the drops and just the nonsense, guys slipping and falling. So Joe Flacco throws an interception when it should have been complete if you're there where you're supposed to, but it's mind-blowing. So my final question before I let you go, man, what were your thoughts about the offensive play calling? I mean – do you agree with what you saw out there? Do you think that LaFleur did a good job making adjustments? No, I did not. And, you know, typically speaking, what surprised me is before halftime, if you saw maybe like within the, like the last two to three minutes of the second quarter, I saw Joe Flack on the team throwing, you know, um, very quick passes, you know, going a little bit more up-tempo. I thought, okay, they're making the adjustments because they're seeing that Flacco, you know, is not being, you know, Flacco is, is, you know, getting sacked too often and the O-line is getting beat. But then the third quarter comes and they saw, I I saw absolutely no adjustments whatsoever. It was basically Mm. a copy of the first uh, half. So, no, if I had to grade the coaching staff and and the offense, personally, both of them will get F. Yeah, wow. Listen, Omar, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got a slide off. I got some callers. But, man, next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You gave me some good takes today. No problem, man. I always follow your show, and good luck to you, man. I, I, I'm going to keep streaming because I need therapy, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate the kind words. You have a good one. Listen, Omar calling in with some good takes, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you haven't already. Please subscribe if you have not already subscribed. And hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Please hit the uh, super chat if you like. Anything you give to the stream is greatly appreciated. 
If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, you can hit the Cash App. A lot of people say, hey, Joe, where's the Cash App? I don't want to deal with any of that other stuff. It's right there at the bottom of the screen for you. Anything you give to this platform is greatly appreciated. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. It's tough, man. This defense played well. Lamar was 17 of 30, 213 yards, three TDs, and one interception. The Ravens did not play well in the first half. We should have been up, but the offense didn't do what it takes. We're going to get to these lines. I'm going to Venom G's. Venom G's. Monty will come to you next. Venom G's. Salute. For those of you who do not know, don't mess with Venom because. <laughs> Salute, Venom. Uh, uh, yo, where do we start, man? Where do we start, let's, man? Let's start with the offense. What were your thoughts about uh, – do you know what a tight end is? Do you know – anybody know C.J. Uzama? <laughs> anybody saw him, seen him today? <laughs> yeah, yo, Joe, I don't – I like the reason. I don't know why. You think he's going to play – You have somebody that's been in the Super Bowl. You have playoff caliber tight ends. And I understand that your line is so bad, you're putting them to block. That's why we don't get to see them. We saw Conklin a little bit later at the end. So what they do is put CJ in, have Cager running routes, and then you have Conklin running routes as well. And I think all of this isn't on Joe Flacco. You know, like I said, LaFloy can't be on him either. You got to, when you call a play, it, it needs time to do, to reveal itself. When you got people in your face immediately, as soon as the ball is hyped, you can't run <laughs> nothing. So you, can, I don't know how we can say Joe Flacco's the issue. I can't. I don't know how we could say is anybody's issue but that line. You, we don't have a Joe Burrow that lived under pressure like that last year. He was he had a line just as bad as ours, and and he. He lived on under pressure like that. We don't have we don't have a Joe Burrow. We don't have that caliber of player. I don't think Zach Wilson IQ is up to uh, Joe Burrow where where he could he could sustain some of that injury that Joe did. But right now what we have is Flacco, and you know everybody knows he needs time back there. This line is horrible. We saw it today, and you know. Everybody's saying, "Hey, it's not, it's not Fant, it's not his fault, man. You've been in this whole, you was the left tackle all year last year, man. Don't give me no, oh, he's rusty. Yo, you did this already, bro. Don't, don't talk mm-hmm. to me yet. They switch you to right to left again. Now you back home, you comfortable. If I'm going in my living room, I know my TV's there, my drinks, my refrigerator's there. This dude looked like mm-hmm. he, he wasn't even home anymore." You know, so, you know, he was out of, you know, I heard the chat, they were saying he was out of his position. Joe, this is his position, man. Don't tell me nothing like that, man. Yo, and he's getting railroaded. He's getting railroaded. I know Calais Campbell is not a pickover. He's he's not a pushover, but he was pushing over everybody that was in front of him today, man. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's it, and we held in there. That defense, I'm so proud of them, man. They stepped up. We wanted to see confident football. We got it. Now we just got to yeah. see confident offensive play and a, a upgraded O line 
play for right now. Everybody else is doing their job except the O line. So it's not yeah. LaFleur's fault. It's these players that you you can't sign fans to another contract. You can't after today. You can't sign them unless I see more production out of him, man. Yo, Joe, I don't even – yo, I, I – you know, I, 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 this is my therapy, Joe. Let me sit on the couch, man, yeah. and just talk to you, man. <laughs> sit on how down, the man. hell do we get – how the hell do we get rid of Panos and keep Bryce Hall? I don't man. want – he's a touchdown machine. Well, you know, Oh, well, uh, you know, Bryce. Bryce did did give up a a, a TD today as well. That was that Yo, was one of the three that Arthur. I, I know, but I, look, I, I know, I know, listen. I know. You got to be politically correct, man, Joe. <laughs> yes, Joe. Joe, we saw what happened to him. Yes, we saw yes, what we happened saw. to him we against saw. the Eagles, man. We saw what no, happened listen. to him against the Eagles. <laughs> Venom, Venom. Listen, I, I get it, okay, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go crazy again. We got a we got a game next week, and this this offensive line looked really bad today, right? And they got to clean it up. Yeah. But when you look at this game, for me, and you talked a little bit about the play calling, the reason why I, I question the play calling is there's so many weapons that I feel weren't utilized correctly at all. If you mm-hmm. see that Fant is struggling, if you see the left side of this line is struggling, again, we all thought it was gonna be Matt Mitchell. Honestly, uh, yep. Max Mitchell, excuse me. We, we thought it was going to be And he Max held Mitchell. his own. That was gonna, and he held his own. He was solid, right? Why do you not mm-hmm. put Uzama, you know, in on that left side, have them tip the DN? Why is, why is Lawrence Tager getting more targets and reception than C.J. Uzama? Why are we not no, seeing, no. like, like, and again, even in the inactives, Jeremy Rucker was inactive today. He's a healthy inactive. Why is he inactive? Joe, I, why is, Joe, before, why is Lawrence remember, I, why is Lawrence early Tager, on. <laughs> man, what, just, I, I'm, just, I'm just asking, why? Yeah. If you see the you know what it is? struggling, he's dropping balls. Why are there no plays designed specifically to get Garrett Wilson this football? Why? Listen, why? They're looking at Lawrence why? Cage. Why? <laughs> why? I'm just, I'm just I'm blown away. I, I don't understand what is going on here. Look, we see that something's going on. It's like, hey, what's happening? I mean, what, what more do you what want? What more I, do you want from me? Uh, we're paying to watch this, okay? You heard the booze at MetLife. They were going off, okay? Look, we, we were told, we were sold a bill of goods all offseason, Venom, right? The yep. New York Jets have weapons out the wazoo. We got everything. We got two tight ends that just can cook people. We got wide receivers. We got all this. And it's like they're not being utilized to the most to, to be the most effective. Yes, our offensive line yes. struggle, but there's things you can do. There's things you can do to help with that. Have a guy come yep. in, chip a defensive end. You leaving Justin Houston alone with George Fant is a problem. He gave up two sacks. It definitely is. Struggling all game, right? We also saw him get get that holding penalty. We saw it. You got to clean that up. Like, we we can't be sitting here with all these weapons and be looking around. You know what it is, too? We we have premier pass rushes. I saw Jermaine Johnson getting held. I saw Carl Lawson Mm -hmm. getting held. I saw talk Quincy about Williams it. getting held at Jersey. We don't I said, get no talk calls. Talk about it. 
talk we don't about get it. no calls, man. It, if I talk see somebody, their jersey get pulled, everything, you, you getting these calls. We don't get these calls. We see the guy yeah. hit, um, what was it, hit Garrett Wilson before the ball even got to him. Sal was going crazy. We don't get that call either. Mm-hmm. What do we got to yeah. do? What do we got to do? It's like yeah. the, the rest, the only thing we could do is come out and play like the defense played and hope they keep us in the game and the offense has to step up. And, and don't yeah. even ignore all the the egregious, you know, non-calls that we get. And, and we just say, let's scrap, scrap them up. Let's go out yeah. there. And like you said, like you said, I, the last caller said it best. I wish he would have said it with his chest, though. Corey Davis is not a number one. Gary Wilson, Elijah Moore are your number ones. Corey Davis, right. and he should be number four. He should be number four before after Denzel Mims. You can't let Denzel go perform like he did in week three, and then he's not even out there? What are you yeah. doing? You're doing a disservice to yourself when you have these people. You got... And like you said, you got to put these people in positions to make plays, and they're not doing mm-hmm. that. And I don't know what it is or anything like that. The best offensive player I saw today was Michael Carter, and that boy's a beast. Yeah. And he's a monster. And he, he, he's a monster. without without him, we wouldn't we wouldn't uh, even been as close as we were. And we were we were a landslide away. So yeah, you know. Listen, listen. So listen, Vidim, we've given some takes. Before I let you go, man, it's my final question quickly. Give me your thoughts on the Jets special teams. Zerline, man, with horrific punts today. Zerline missing extra points and field goals. Give me your thoughts on that before I let you go, man. Man, Joe, you know, I, man, I told you. <laughs> I would, yo, I would get him, I would kick him out of the stadium, give him his pink slips right now. We do this all the time, but we understand Nick Falk left. We had pro ball caliber kickers, and we, we let everybody go. So now we're picking up mm-hmm. from the bottom of the dumpster. Get this guy out mm-hmm. of here, man. He's, he's early. He was too – I don't even want to be a joke. I Yo, don't know, man. man I, I, yeah, we, we got to do something. Next week I hope it's better, man. I, you know, I know, yeah. I know Flacco's – going to progress, and, but we got to speed it up like he did at the end of the game where you saw the ball moving. Where you, you know, I don't understand how he looked so comfortable in the fourth quarter with 10 well, minutes that, to go and then. And that leads to, again, my point about the play calling. Where was the sense of urgency when we were down 24 to 3? Why are we still walking around out there like the game's over? Where's the no huddle? Where's all that stuff? I mean, it's completely ridiculous and egregious, Venom. But, listen, i got to get to these calls, man. I want to thank you for calling in, Venom. You already know. Man, I can't wait to yeah, see you, you on know, the next show. Right. Next week, we on it again, man. Yeah. Have yeah. a good week, bro. Salute. You have a good one. Listen, Venom calling in with some takes. <laughs> Oh, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines, but before we get there, salutes to my guy, True Senate, with the big, 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 big donation. I said salutes to my guy, True Senate, with the big, 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 big donation. Salutes and thank you, True Senate, for giving to the platform. True Senate says, Bill's Mafia here. Sorry about that, everyone. 
you can't put Zach behind that line because once he starts seeing ghosts, it's a wrap. Yeah. Salutes for the big, 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 big donation, man. I mean, he's speaking some truth. Everybody wants Zach back under this pressure. I want to see the kid back, but even under this pressure, I'm telling you, I don't think Zach would <laughs> would fare as great as a lot of people think. I think you're he's going to get hurt. you got to figure out what's going on up front. You definitely got to do that. So we'll get to back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in next. We're going to my guy Monty. Atlanta will come to you next. Monty, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? First off, what's any going on? Monty's in the vicinity. My line. Oh yeah, yeah. Violence, violence. I want violence today. I want Monty. violence. Yo, Monty, yo, 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 I want to get right into it. I want to get right into it. Give me your thoughts about right the bro. Give me your so, <laughs> watching the game, it was very, it was totally uninspiring, very depressing. You know, you start mm-hmm. the season out and you look, you know, it, first off, before the season even started with Dwayne Brown going out, man, it was just, it, that just broke it, broke me. Because it's just like, man, we're the only team each and every year, we start the season out with premium positions not being able to be on the field. First, we get mm. first Makai Beckton goes down. Then, you know, Zach Wilson goes down. Then Dwayne Brown goes down. Last year was Carl Lawson at the DM position. Man, it, it was just uninspiring, man. It was very uninspiring. Everybody, mm. I hear everybody talking about the offensive line. But, man, I look at coaching, man. It's, it's your boy, Mike LaFord, man. And, look, I want to say this. You got three guys who are who are very good in short area quickness. You got Elijah Moore, you got Braxton Berrios, and you got uh, Garrett Wilson, who are great route – I want to say great route. They're very, very good high-level route runners, and they're good in short areas where you can, you know, they're good at slants, they're good at crossing routes, they're good at all these underneath routes. And I don't understand with Dwayne Brown being out and Joe Flacco being, you know, being the quarterback, why, why, why aren't you trying to get the short, the, the, the short game going first to try to open everything mm-hmm. out? Why aren't you doing more screens? Why are you not doing the things that you need to do to be able to get the playmakers the ball? And it's just, it's just depressing. You try to do, come out and just, and just do the things that you normally do, man, uh, Mike, yeah. Mike LaFleur as a play caller. You, you can't do it. You have to adjust. And that's what the, good teams, yeah. what the good teams do. And I'm so tired of this excuse of the offensive line. Man, I've seen, I've seen good, good players be able to work with a bad offensive line. We just make excuses mm. because our team is just so bad. And when I look at it, mm. man, when I look at this team, man, we're just not good. You got to look at it. When good teams are able to put all three phases together, man, it's like the defense is playing good, but the offense is terrible. You know what I'm saying? The the, the offense is good, then the special teams is, is 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 bad. Like, and the defense is bad. It's like you just can't. We can never play all three facets of of the game together and complement each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are just so bad. How many games have we seen where the offense is lighting it up? But, you know, our defense is getting scorched. You know, are you know, we able to get in field goal uh, in field goal range and we can't make and we can't make easy field goals. We can't yeah. punt. It's yeah. it's just so depressing. It's so depressing to watch, but 
I just look at it as as coaching, man. Until we get good coaching in here, man, we're we're still going to be the same old Jets, man. And watching today was just very, very depressing. I don't blame Joe Flacco on a lot of things. He's a 37-year-old quarterback, bro. And, you know, he's a he's a statue back there. I, I, that, that's what I expect from him. You know, if you can't properly, if you can't adequately protect him, he's going to shut it down. He's going to get gunshot. That's what older quarterbacks do. You know, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's what happens. You know, he's not going to trust his arm as much. He's not going to want to step up in passes and try things deep. He's, and, and especially when Corey Davis is, you know, playing the way that he's Dropping. playing, when guys are slipping. Yeah, when guys are slipping on the fifth, you can't trust him. You know, yeah. So I don't, I don't blame, that, I don't blame Joe Flacco. Well, Monty, my biggest question is, and you talked about coaching, and I, and I've been discussing this tonight with multiple people, and I respect everybody's takes and everybody's uh, thought processes. But what I don't understand is how we have we talked about these tight ends all off season. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that yes, like a, yes. You listen to the we shows, don't use and you, them. You, we don't utilize them. And everybody, to me, is just kind of cycling past that C.J. Uzama did not have a target nor a catch in this game. Bro, I do not why is Lawrence Cager in my game? <laughs> why is he in my game, man? That's what like, I'm asking. Why? why? I don't get it, man. Like, that's uh, what I just do not understand. Lawrence Cager, you know, like – as a as a Jets fan, man, look, we 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 say like, look, man, he he could be he could be a guy, but when you're looking at the uh, overall as an NFL player, bro, why is he in the game? What coach is letting <laughs> this dude on the field, man? Man, goodness, I, I don't get. It. Like, I don't uh, like, I'm just again. tired of this. I'm tired of Corey Davis being on the field, man. Like, at least, man, put Denzel Mims out there. Forget it, man. Put Denzel Mims yeah. out there, man. He want to get traded anyway. Put him out well, there so he, 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 so he can up his value. Well, he was an actor. Because for damn sure, we're not <laughs> getting nothing for uh for Corey Davis if somebody wanted to trade for him. Tell you that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, Mims was inactive today, along with uh, Jeremy Ruckert, <laughs> along with uh, uh, Conor Mc- uh, oh, Bryce Huff as well was inactive today. I, those are big questions, too. Why is Denzel Mims a healthy inactive? Why is Jeremy Rucker a healthy and active? Why? What what is happening? Bad coaching, what, I, man. I just, bad bad coaching. That that's what I that's what I look at it. It's bad coaching. We put we put so my, we put we, go ahead. what's up? Go ahead. No, I was saying like, I, I wanted, we, I, you know, we, we want to get all these special teams guys on, on the roster, these you know, seven seven string, you know, DBs and all these guys who, who play special teams to get them a spot for special teams, but hey, we 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 still stinking it up on special teams. It's like I I'm, I I don't get it. Like why is why is Lawrence Cager over over Jeremy Rucker? Like I don't I don't get it. I don't, I don't get things it. like that. Now before man. it was just it was just it was bad man. It was just it was just overall. Before bad, I let man. you go, listen. Before I let you go, Monty, because you you heated the lines up, man. Give me your most impressive rookie on the day? Who were you most impressed by? What rookie were you most impressed by today? Uh, I was really impressed by uh, by Sauce Gardner. Man. I was I was very yeah, very yeah. impressed because he plays he plays um, well beyond his years. He's a very intelligent player, and you can tell that he wants to win. And you could, and mm-hmm. he was just out there making plays, man. You could just tell like he looked like he belonged, and that's the first time in a long time, you know, we had a player that looked like, oh man, you know, we don't have to worry about this position. 
Sauce is going to hold mm-hmm. it down. He made a hell of a play, hell of a play yeah. um, yep. um, on, on Mark Andrews, man. And, and yep. that's, the type of, that's the type of player that you need on the team, man. Uh, actually, Gary Wilson actually impressed me as well, man. He looked like he really wanted it. And that's why I'm so impressed. That's why I was so fired up about this team because, you know, those first two picks, man, they're dogs, they're beasts. You know, and you could tell that they want it. And that jet stench that I always talk about, they, they don't want that on them. And, you know, hopefully we can get a couple wins, man, because I hate guys who are who are winners. They come here and they get, you know, <laughs> they, they they start losing and, it, you know, it takes their it, it takes their, 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 their pride away. Hopefully you yeah. know, that doesn't end up with uh, a lot uh, not a lot, Gary Wilson and um, Sauce Gardner. But, yeah, I was very, yeah. very, yeah. very impressed by Sauce. Yeah. Listen, Monty, I got to slide off. I got to get to these callers. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I want to yes, hear from you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. You have a good one, my friend. All right. Listen, Monty calling in with some takes, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Go ahead. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Uh, please give the stream a thumbs up. If you have not already, please subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, and hit that notification bell. Everyone on the line, please be patient. We're going to get to everybody, all right? Next, I'm going to my guy from Atlanta, okay? Salute, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in today. Listen, give me your thoughts about this Jets offensive performance. Do you blame Joe Flacco for these issues? Oh, yeah, a lot of them, yes, I, I do blame Joe Flacco. And salute to mm. you, host, for always holding it down. Uh, Thank you. Look, <laughs> there's no training wheels when you're a vet. When you're a vet of a certain stature, there's no training wheels, there's no grade on the curve, either you perform or you do not. So when you look at the Jets passing game, what did we see today? We saw when Baltimore decided to apply pressure and play tough man-to-man coverage and force you to throw the ball down the field, Flacco couldn't get anything done. When the, when they got a lead and the coverage got soft and he was able to throw as many check downs as he wanted, and they said you can have all the check downs you want, then he started uh, moving the ball and, and completing passes. And then people assume and, and take that for uh, progress. Like, no, he, he played terribly. He, he got the gimme stuff later on. Go look at everybody's yards per catch and look at his yards per throw. That'll tell you everything you need to know. So I, I think Flacco played badly. Uh also, this is but not week seventeen, think, folks. Calm down. Yeah. This is not week seventeen, folks. Calm down. Uh, yeah, but do you do you think that when you talk about uh, Joe Flacco playing badly, my thing is that I and I can I can see what people are saying, but if you look at what he was dealing with, like you talked about later on in the game, things softened up, but he was getting literally mauled the entire game. <laughs> there were guys in his face the entire game. When did he really have time? to kind of settle to even get the ball out. I mean, from the yeah, very yeah, this jump, is, this is that he had guys getting put in his lap. Yeah, but homie, this well, is not the offensive line has got to block. Hold on, but let, let, let's, let, let's make sure we're realistic with everything. So we, we can assume that the Ravens are a contender this year, correct? Yeah, they're a good football team, absolutely. And, and the Jets are an up-and-coming team, probably a year ahead of the rebuild more than most people think. And I think it, it can kind of be expected that their D-line and their front seven was going to be better than the Jets' O-line. That, that can be expected, right? So we, so I don't know about – well, 
I, I, don't, I don't think it was that they're that much better to what we saw today, right? Listen, Lakin Tomlinson is a Pro Bowl offensive lineman. That was our big free agent signing. Everybody was over the moon about him, including myself. He was a guy that was going to come in and shore up all his things. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker and Max Mitchell, the two – Elijah Vera Tucker actually switched over to the right side this offseason, right? A lot of people were wondering about – had concerns about him going over there. Max Mitchell, who's starting today at right tackle, is a rookie we just drafted in late in the, late in the round. They were the biggest concern. Mm-hmm. They were not the issue today. The issue was the left side. The issue was George Fant, who a lot of people are heralding as this great left tackle. He played very well for us there at left tackle. That's actually his home here for us. And then Lakin uh, Tomlinson struggling as well, getting taken from the line of scrimmage and putting Joe Flacco's lap multiple times. We understand Joe Flacco's a statue. At least I do, right? We talked about this multiple times mm-hmm. on uh, pregame coverage. We know he's a statue. He's not Lamar Jackson or nothing like that. He needs to have a decent to clean pocket to be able to deliver and throw. He couldn't even set his feet. This guy had guys in his yeah. lap. He was getting hit. That's how, that's how he got the first intentional grounding. He's ready to set up and throw. Right, then he right, gets right. smacked and just like threw the ball. He can't. He can't do. He can't do that. And again, we've seen greater quarterbacks look completely human with pass rush on them. So what do we expect if we don't properly protect Joe Flacco? What could we okay. expect? So, that's, so that's, what that's, I was trying to get. Know, that's my thing. I, I, I hear you. I'm but, not a, but, a Flacco right, just, defender. Just let me I'm finish, just, though, brother. Yeah, no, ahead, I got go you. But, again, we're talking about an overmatched O-line against a defensive front that is pretty good. I think much better than most people actually uh, look at them as far as what they do. And they've been doing this for a while. This is not like a new thing. So I, I expected that to happen. Now, as far as him matriculating the pocket and having the movement to be able to create those lanes that he needs to, that's what you expect from the vet guy. That's why you kept him around, even though you have the young boy. Like, to, to me, his play was subpar today. I understand what you're saying. Yes, the rush was ridiculous. Yes, the O-line uh, did not protect. And, you know, he, he, was under the, he was under the gun the whole game. I agree with you on that. But, let, but let's, let's flip it to the defensive side, where this for, – for those people who don't like Lamar Jackson and think he's a running back, this was a Lamar Jackson oh. floor game. That's how good he is mm-hmm. for, for the people who yeah. don't understand it. Now, let's talk about that Absolutely. Jets defense. They not only stopped Lamar from getting outside of the pocket, which was the game plan, and they, and they got it done effectively. Lamar could not rush against them. Then the next thing when you're dealing with the Ravens is to try to deal with Mark Andrews. Five catches, yep. 50 yards. You'll live with that yep. every day of the week. Perfect defense. Mm-hmm. The defense did what they had to do. This defense is going to be better than most people think. The previous caller who talked about Sauce Gardner was 100% on. Sauce Gardner is the real deal. You love to have a defense mm-hmm. like that. Bring back that feeling of a certain island. But I ain't going to go that far, Jets fans, but y'all know what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. Don't do it. But look, man. Don't, don't. But look, this was a good showing against a really good team where you had multiple guys out. And I think the Jets are going to surprise some people this year. And, and, and look, that kid, Brees Hall, of course, he's not going to take that starting job because that's <laughs> – <laughs> that that kid uh, Carter is pretty is pretty good uh, as far as the starting running back, but the fact yeah. that both of them are really good, uh, you know, pass catching running backs, dude, they're, they're going to do Zach Wilson a huge service uh, when, when he does get in there. As you said, tight end is a problem, and, and to the Corey Davis haters out there, just remember, 
you got to think about the film room. You got to think about the meetings. You got to think about talking to the young guys. That's why he's there. That's why he's still getting snaps. He has ingratiated <laughs> himself to this coaching staff, and he's 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 being team guy and showing the young guys the way. Now, the moment Mill shows something and surpasses him, and then you can make Cortavis inactive, it'll happen. But I, I just don't see that happening anytime soon. But for now, you know, bring the young boys along. Man. I, I thought Elijah Moore was. I wanted a little more from him today. But overall, though, well, man, I, 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 dude, this is going to be a good team to watch all season, dude. I, this is going to be a fun team no, to watch. Yeah, and I'm, hope, I'm hoping we play better. But, listen, Corey Davis has also got to play better. A team guy, you can't be out there dropping footballs in critical moments, especially when you're dependent on as our number one wideout, especially when the ball's hitting you right in the pads, right in the hands. That was critical. We is had he, to keep those drives he going. One he literally is our number one wide receiver. That's what he is. Yeah. I know people have these yeah. questions on it. Talent wise, listen, re- listen. Regardless, <laughs> you getting paid, <laughs> you getting paid, and you, the ball is hitting mm-hmm. in the chest. You need to make those plays. You can't be here, be a team guy. And listen, I love Corey Davis. Right? I, I, I push for him. I pull. I, I'm excited about him. But these drops are killing us. They're killing us. Mm-hmm. And the targets that Elijah, we talk about Elijah Moore. Yes, we wanted him to get more targets, but again, I think today, because of the issues that was happening up front with our offensive line, that was out of there. But I also think that there were some issues with the play calling, and that's what I want to get to you with as well. I look at it, and we talk about these tight ends that we got. We're excited about them. I don't think they were utilized correctly. I feel like a lot of times Elijah Moore is not being utilized correctly. Garrett Wilson, I thought, should have gotten targets way earlier in the game because he was out, actually out there really making plays. Give me your thoughts on that, man. What were your thoughts on the play calling? No, I think you're 100% on that one. As, as the previous caller said again, you needed to see more crossers, more short stuff, more quick stuff, get the ball out. Like, I, I agree 100%. <laughs> the only problem is the other team knows that as well. So that's what they were taking <laughs> away, and that's why it was so difficult uh, for them to kind of get some offense together in that first half. But everything you said about Corey Davis, I agree. He's probably a top-five ski mask all-star. Uh, he was overdrafted. I think he was a top-ten pick. Uh, performed a little bit, was able to get a free agency bag. So his play probably never really met what he's made, but he's supposedly a really good guy, really good working with the kids. So, I, so I'm, I'm assuming that's why he, he, he's getting that push there. But, yeah, the offensive game plan, like they got to get that ball out. They got to get quick hitters going. But uh-huh. it, it's going to be really tough to do, man, because everybody else watches film too. Like we, <laughs> sometimes yeah. we forget that yeah. like the other teams doesn't know what you want to do. But overall, yeah. though, man, I, dude, I, I'm – look, that defensive performance today, look, I know a lot of people think they perform badly. They they don't understand what those no. – what they were up against today. And they yeah, held it I don't down, think, man. Yeah, I, I don't think that anybody, anybody, listen, any sane Jets fan can look at what we saw that defense do today and say, oh, that, that were the issue. They were not the issue. The issue was the offense. That defense was phenomenal, like you said as well, and I've been telling people all week, for those of you that think Lamar Jackson is some type of joke and he's a running back, he's not. This guy's an MVP, okay? He's won that before. He has an arm. If he needs to, he will dice you up from the pocket, and we've seen him do that before, okay? Now, again, there has been questions about lack of weapons there in Baltimore to give him, but I'm telling you, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and if he didn't show that to you today, and again, we were able to stop him. He didn't just destroy us on the ground. Like you talked about as well, Mark Andrews, 
A lot of people said he was going to go off. He didn't. But for our offense to give this type of performance is atrocious. So I got to slide off. I got other callers. Yeah, they ain't there. Can I say one thing? One thing on the way out. Go ahead. I'll give you the last word before I let you go. And and shout out to the Jets for saying if Bateman and Duvernay are going to beat us deep and you got to hit the plays, then we'll shake your hand and congratulate you. So, okay, so they hit the plays Mm. this week. Force them to do it again and again and again. Shout out to the Jets defense. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you. You have a good one, my friend. Yes, sir. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 9639. 515 602 9639 is the number. Call in. D will come to you in a second. But before we get to D, listen, my guy, Pappy, salutes to you. With a big, 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 big donation. Again, I want to thank Pappy with a big, 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 big donation, man. Pappy says, look, think for one moment. Our defense held the Ravens to 68 yards, 68 rushing yards. The Browns ran for 200 yards and two TDs today. So if we force the pass, we can do better next week. That's a fact. Salutes again with a big donation. Listen, our defense is not the issue. Our defense is not the issue. I don't know if I don't know how anybody can look at this team and try to blame the defense. They did everything they could. Yeah, they gave up those plays, but that was late. They were gassed. They've been on the field all game. Our defense was not the issue. It was our putrid offense, mainly the play of the offensive line. So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, we're going to my guy, D. D, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, D is a savage. <laughs> D, I want to thank you for calling in. You're also from the Bronx, you know. As you all well know, I got a lot of people out there in the Bronx. Salute to them. D, give me your thoughts, man. This Jets offense was awful today. How do you feel about the offensive line play? Fant, Tomlinson getting abused? What are your thoughts on him? I'm going to, <clears throat> what's up, Joe, man? What's going I'm going on, to call man? him Leak, Leaking Tomlinson from now on because <laughs> he let everybody leak through the whole line. He is awful. I'm going to tell you what. When the, when we first got him, there were 49 of fans that were laughing, laughing, <laughs> saying how bad that he blocked, and they actually put up film of him getting thrown on his back. <laughs> I didn't want him to begin with. I actually wanted the guy from Chicago to play to, to come in and play our guard. He's awful. Yeah, I know you. He, he's awful. Fant was on skates looking like Wadsworth from Heathcliff. He's terrible. He's terrible. And and then you got the rookie of all people. You're worried about the rookie, and he played better than everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know what to say. And and, and there's a lot of people that – and I've gone back and forth. I just, especially like with the last caller, a lot of people banging on Joe Flacco or saying, "Hey, you know, Flacco is to blame." And it's tough to blame Flacco when he has no protection 
<laughs> to me, it, it's tough to put any of this on him. He may not have always made the right decision in every, you know, every single play, but come on. Like, <laughs> Joe Flacco's out there literally running for his life at times, and it leads me to wonder, like, everybody's screaming, well, I want Zach back this week. Do you think that Zach would have done any better under this type of pressure, D? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Flacco looked like a gazelle, and the Ravens was looked like a bunch of a pack of lions. It, it, it wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have helped anything. It wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have helped. Yeah. But I tell you what, I remember somebody came in the show. I can't remember who it was, and said Lafleur is giving us, you know who. Uh, tendencies at play calling, and I think it's correct, man. His play calling, he got, he is not good, man. There's no way we paid all this money for these tight ends and not one have a catch. And then I can't understand. We're the only team in the league. I want to check to see every wide receiver that was drafted this year and seeing how they do. And you got our tenth pick in the draft sitting on the bench doing nothing. I don't get it. I just I, I don't get I, I'm it. right there with you. I I don't get it either. D. I mean Conklin had four catches but Uzama had nothing. And that's our big that's our big free agent signing. Everybody was over the moon about him. I don't understand how he's not utilized. They had Jeremy Record as a healthy scratch. He was inactive today, along with Mims, which was mind boggling to me. Don't understand that. Huff was also inactive as well. Now, as you look at this situation, D, with our offensive line, Dwayne Brown, as we know, is now on short-term IR. He's going to be out to week five. What do you think the Jets could do to help improve this line? Is it from a play-calling standpoint? Do you think the guy should be switched around? What do you think should happen? You know what? It's sad to say, but I don't – it ain't much that could happen. Even if we bring somebody in, they're going to have to learn the offense. And guess what? Garrett Wilson, I mean, uh, uh, we got Garrett coming up at defensive end, and I feel sorry for yeah. Flacco. I'll yeah. send out some prayers for him right now if they block the way they did today. And all of a, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, where did Lawrence Cager come from? I don't know. How does he get, how does he get in before Garrett Wilson? I, I, you know what? I didn't drink enough Hennessy, I'm telling you. I'm about to take a couple more swigs. I'm not, I can't. Uh, listen, Joe, listen, I can't. Listen, be safe. Be safe, man. Be safe. Listen, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. <laughs> when you look at uh, – though we talked about this offense, right, I and mean, it's frustrating, man. But when you look at the defense, how excited were you about their performance? I mean, we held the Ravens to – I think it was 60, 60, 63 yards rushing. What are your thoughts about that, man? What are your thoughts about the way they perform and how they were able to really contain Lamar Jackson? He didn't go off on us. He only had 17 yards rushing on us. Yeah, you know what? They played good, but I, I told you. I told you about your boy, Brees. You said he played for now. Brees Hall. Bryce, Bryce Hall. He's working his way down the bottom of the – we got rid of good corners. We kept Brees Hall. I mean – Brees Hall and our and our free safety, they're terrible. They're terrible. He gave up that long bomb. I mean, yeah. that was his man. You can see Sauce 
almost Sauce was shaking his head when the ball was in the air. Like, what are you yeah. doing? And he got a flag too. And he got a flag too. Uh, that that it was a long game. It was a uh, some interference and pass oh, interference yeah, as well for no reason. For no reason yeah. he got that flag. I mean, uh, they got to make some. And we cut we cut a couple of good safeties, and we kept this. We kept the oldest joiner, and he's not even that good. I don't I don't mm. understand it. He can't be in the game, man. He can't be in the game, and I hope we find another nickel. I cannot see Hallway in the game again. Yeah. <laughs> so my final question, well, my next question for you, what are your thoughts about the punting and kicking situation? I mean, you got Zerline missing field goals and extra point. You got Mann literally just giving the Ravens great field position with horrific punts. I mean, how did you feel about their performance today, man? I think man had some of my Hennessy before the game. <laughs> I, I, listen, man, a 20-yard punt, I, I mean, I'm sure my wife could do that. I, I, a 20-yard punt, that I wanted to turn the game off right then and there because I already knew, man. A 20-yard punt, man, he is terrible, man. We, we got to get a new punter. We probably cut the wrong kicker. We could we should have kept the other kicker. He was more accurate, not really too good from after fifty, but more accurate than yeah. this guy we got. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know Greg the leg. I, I oh god. I'm yeah, about it's to take a another swig, Joe. I'm taking another swig. Before before you before you take that another swig, my final question: Give me the rookie that impressed you the most today in this game. Give me the rookie. Give me one. Uh, I was, I mean, Source was impressive. I, mm. I like Source. Source was impressive to me. And, and, uh, Johnson, Johnson is pretty good, but yeah, if you really watch him, it's hard for, once good, I mean, tackles get into his body, he doesn't disengage. Yeah. You'll, okay. you'll see it the more, I, I'm seeing it so you'll start to see it. But, I mean, Sauce is good. But then again, we got Sauce covering a tight end. I know he's good, yeah. but we shouldn't have our number one corner on their tight end. Yeah. And that's game. But, I mean, that – listen. Yeah, I mean, that that's their big weapon, Mark Andrews. And I thought that Sauce played really well today, especially against him, especially the veteran – the stuff you see out of Sauce. Like when Andrews put his, put his arms up to catch the ball, Sauce's head was not turned to locate the ball. But he saw his yes. arms go up and immediately put his arms up to knock the ball out of hand. And it was like, man, that is unbelievable. Like that that type that was, of awareness as a young corner, woo, that's something else, man. That's something else. But yes, that was an excellent play. Now, now all yes, we got to do is D-Lip. find a whole replacement, and I'll feel better. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, I want to thank you for coming on, D. You have yourself a good one, all right? All right, man. You too, Joe. All right, peace. Listen, D coming in with this takes this 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 is tough, man. It's tough taking taking a loss like this. The Jets looked the offense looked horrific today. It looked bad, but the defense really is something gave us something to really hang our hats on. We're excited about them. If you can do something like this against Lamar Jackson who is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He didn't go off on us rushing. And that's what makes it kind of frustrating as well because the the defense showed up and did their job to maximum efficiency. 
We stop Lamar Jackson from going complete Lamar Jackson. We stopped Andrews from just completely going off on us. And the offense just never showed up. Special teams didn't help either with the horrific punting and the bad kicking. But hopefully we can rebound and get it together. We got a game coming up. They got to turn it around. LaFleur's got to get it together, man. And, again, Dwayne Brown's going to be out until week five. He's on IR short term with that shoulder injury. So we'll see, you know, what's going to happen going forward. This offensive line has got to be fixed. It's got to be fixed. These guys have got to get it together. So we'll see what happens going forward with that. Again, Zach Wilson has also been updated. He's going to be out until week four as well. There was a lot of talk about him possibly starting in this game. Uh, but, you know, they came out, concerned from the doctors, coaching staff. They sat down and talked together. Zach is not going to be back until week four against the Steelers, for those of you that may not know. So we're going to keep it going, keep it rolling, man. Jets got to clean things up. We have got to clean things up. So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show, man. This has been a fire one, a lot of emotion, a lot of anger. I get it. We sat here and we watched the game together. Salutes to all the savages, you know, going back and forth. So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. Again, I want to thank everybody for watching. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? I am also on Twitter as well, at YoungJ000, at YoungJ000. It's my personal page. At The Long Beach Joe is the show's page, all right? Follow me. I'll follow you right back. I love going back and forth about this football team. If you want to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on. He played well today. So did Max Mitchell. I won't be wearing a Tomlinson or a Fant jersey. I'll tell you that until those guys clean it up. It looked terrible today. So if you want to troll me, follow me. I'll follow you right back when we go back and forth. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right. Go ahead and hit that subscription button. Hit that notification bell as well. Okay. And if you want to troll me, no issues. Let's go back and forth. You can troll me in the comments. Let's go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person eventually, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. They will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for listening to the show, calling in, going back and forth with me. I am nothing without you folks. Thank you for taking the time to do all that. All right. You folks have a good one. You folks have a good one because it's tough. And I know it's tough. You folks have a good one. Peace.